Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Spark London. We tell true stories. We tell them live. And we tell them all across London. This story was told by Victoria Fitzpatrick. In July 2013. Where the theme was driven. My mother always tells me that if you want something bad enough and you want it for all the right reasons, the powers of the world will conspire to help you. When I was 21, I'd just graduated from university and I didn't have any money. And I had no job. And I had to retreat to Glasgow while all of my friends moved to London. It was a pretty depressing state of affairs. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I still don't. And, but I did know something. I wanted an adventure. And preferably I wanted that adventure to be in California, where I had spent the previous year as an exchange student and had fallen in love with all things sunshine-related. So... I went to Halifax Bank and I withdrew the £1,000 worth of overdraft that Halifax Bank extends to fools like me. And I used it to get to California, where I spent the next six weeks hanging out with my buddies. One night, the father of a, of a friend invited me and a bunch of rugby girls to dinner. And I'm sitting next to him and he turns to me and says, what do you want to do with the rest of your life, kid? And I said, well, I want to live in California. And he said, well, what do you want it for? Just move here. And I said, well, I need a visa and I need a job. He says, I'll give you a job. And I was like, what do you do? He says, I'm a criminal defense attorney. And I'm like, oh. He says, you seen Judge Judy? You seen that TV program? I've been on Judge Judy. And I was like, oh, this sounds great. Where do you work? South Central. You work in South Central, home of LA riots and the Rodney King beatings. I was like, this is an adventure. <laughs> He's like, go home, get a visa, come back. So I did. I turned up on the Wednesday before the Monday when I'm supposed to start work. I don't turn up in Los Angeles. I turn up in San Francisco, where all my friends are, some 500 miles from Los Angeles. And I had asked a friend of mine to book me a driver's test because I turned up with very little money, very little sense, and the one thing you cannot do without in California, a driver's license or a car. It's not an option. You must have these things. So I think my friends booked me a test, and I, I get there on a Wednesday night, and I spend the entire evening till 3 in the morning inhaling the 91 pages of the California Highway Code. And I have memorized this, and I rock up at 9 o'clock on the Thursday morning, and I say to the Department of Motor Vehicles, hit me, I am ready for this test. And they look on their computer, and they say, child, you do not have a driver's license book today, a test. You have no test book. You simply have an appointment to talk about getting a test at some point in the future. 
the next test isn't for two weeks on Wednesday. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is not an option. I have to get a driver's license and a car for Monday morning. I need to be at work in Los Angeles on Monday morning. And this lady looks at me and says, good luck, call this number. Ask if you can get a driver's test anywhere in California. You just need to find somewhere to get a test. There is nowhere in Northern California that can do this for you before Monday. So I called this number, and this young chap call, uh, picks up, and he's like, you're Scottish, I'm Scottish! And we instantly <laughs> form this bond, and I realize that this accent, I can trade on this. And I kind of flirt with him a little bit, and I charm him a little bit, and somehow he manages to get me a driver's test 65 miles away for 9, nine o'clock the next morning. So that's, that's, we're now Friday morning. So a friend agrees to lend me her car so that I can take my driver's test. And I turn up at 6 o'clock on the Friday morning, and I'm like, give me the keys. And she says, ah, small problem. The tax has expired. You cannot set your test in my car. And I'm like, oh, dude. So I wake up all of the rugby girls, and I say, I'm so sorry. Please help me. I need your help. I need a car, and I need someone to drive me 65 miles at 7 in the morning to take my test. And luckily, two people help me out. Someone gives me a car, and somebody else agrees to drive me. So I turn up 65 miles away outside the Department of Motor Vehicles in this town called Vallejo, which is a farm. It's basically a farm. And I say, I'm ready. Hit me with this test. And the guy says, sure. A couple of things before I let you take this test. I need to see that your indicators work. Indicators work. I need to see your windscreen wipers work. Why? You're in California. Mm -hmm. The windscreen wipers work. Okay, brake lights. Brake lights. Brake lights. Ma'am, your brake lights don't work. You cannot take your test in this car. <laughs> Fuck. So I'm like, please, mister, I have to get this driver's license. I'm nothing without it. I can't move sideways. He says, uh, if you can get these brake lights fixed in the next 30 minutes, I will let you take this test. If you can't do that, I, the deal's off, and you will, I'm, I can't help you. The next test isn't until two weeks on Wednesday, like that woman told me. So I get my friend, we jump in the car, we screech around the corner, and we find a mechanic who's just opening. It's 9 o'clock in the morning, he's just opening. We screech in his driveway, and he looks up shocked. This guy has the sense of urgency of a sloth. <laughs> he's like, morning, ladies. What can I do for you? And I'm like, I have this terrible situation. I need you to fix my brake lights. I need this driver's license. I have to start work uh, 400, 500 miles away on Monday morning. He's like, Calm down. What's the problem? Brake light, brake light, brake light. He's like, kid, it is just a loose bulb. I'm like, how long will this take to fix? He's like, 30 seconds. And I'm like, oh. And then in the next five minutes, we talk about how he's from Yugoslavia, and that means we're both European, and I didn't have the heart to tell him that his country didn't exist, so I just did it. So he fixes my brake light, and I, like, I'm ready to get a whole bunch of money out of my, like, basically all the money I have out of my pocket and give it to this man. And he says, no, 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 for you, free of charge. But please, if you get a minute, could you do me a favor? And I'm like, of course, of course, of course, you're my new favorite human being. He says, if you pass your test, and only if you pass your test, could you stop by the McDonald's and get me a burger? Because I can't leave the office today because I'm the only one in the garage. So you'd be really helping me out. And I'm like, yes! Jump back in the car, get back to the DMV, the Department of Vehicles window, and I'm like, I'm here! The guy's like, whoa. We take the test. I make 24 out of 25 mistakes, one of which is failing to reverse in a straight line. And I make a couple of promises to the instructor, one of which is that I won't slow down while changing lanes in Los Angeles traffic. 
And he says, okay, I am giving you this on condition, so, like, please be safe. And I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. So then I screech past McDonald's and I buy 20 bucks worth of hamburgers and, like, throw them at this lovely, lovely mechanic who saved my life. And I screech back, you know, into the sunset. So I've got my license, but it's Friday afternoon and I don't have a car and I have 500 bucks and that's it. So a lovely friend of mine, another friend of mine, I'm very lucky, she takes me around uh, like the shady parts of San Francisco and we try to find a car for 500 pounds, which is like, what, $800. This is kind of not an option in these parts of San Francisco and it's quite quickly apparent that this is not happening and I'm quickly losing the will to live. And then the phone rings and it's my friend's ex-boyfriend who I'd met the year before and we'd got along. And he says, what y'all doing? And she's like, we're trying to find her a car. She ain't got no money. She has to start work 500 miles away on Monday morning. Like, she is up shit creek. And I'm like, <gasps> and then he says, no problem. I have a car she can have for free. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is going on? He's like, but she has to get to Santa Barbara by tomorrow morning. <laughs> Santa Barbara is 400 miles from San Francisco. And I'm like, ugh. Thank you, but ugh. Incredibly, another friend agrees to drive me to Santa Barbara the following morning, and we do. We, we get there, and this lovely man called Adam, who I still really love, gives me this car, which is a total piece of shit. And on the title, it says it's silver, and there it's... <laughs> no, it's not silver. It's like dishwater grey. But it runs, and the guy filled it up with petrol, and he got the oil changed, and he cleaned it, and it was fine. And I forced $50 on him, and then I called the car Fiddy. Fiddy the Wonder Car, because I only paid 50 bucks for it. I thought that was cute at the time. <laughs> and I drive this car, over the next 18 months, I drive it for 28,000 miles. <laughs> and it does me good. There are a few unlucky moments, like the time we get rear-ended on the freeway on Christmas Eve, and we spin across three lanes of traffic, and we don't hit anything. <laughs> and the trunk is dented such that my friend later buys me a bumper sticker that says, this car is not an abandoned vehicle. I mean, he's not a looker, this car. He's, he's a piece of crap. But the $100,000 Chrysler Jeep that hit us exploded. <laughs> like, it was annihilated, and we were fine. It, this car was incredible. And then there was a time that I played rugby with the key in my pocket and lost it. Of course I was going to lose it. So we had a few unlucky moments, but... We got there. And without this car, my adventure would not have materialized. And, <laughs> and the most incredible part of the story is that one day, Fiddy, the wonder car, died. And he just wouldn't move, and it was a sad day. And I thought that was the end of him, until the father of the woman I worked with at this oh-so-shady South Central law firm walked in and said, hey, I just got out of prison. I'm a former mechanic. I'm looking for some work. And I said, I have this car. It's died. He's like, I will fix this for you for free if, because I had no money. I, he, the guy paid me minimum wage. It was actually slave labor, whatever. He said, I'll fix this for free if you sell it to me, get this, for $500 when you leave the country in six weeks' time. And I was like, yes, you can have him for $500. And he says, because my son just got out of prison too. And like, you know, you can't sell drugs in Los Angeles without a car. And I'm like, okay, okay, do you do what you like with my lovely car? But I, I think the best part of the story for me is that I couldn't have done this alone. And it was a real journey of self-discovery. And so many people helped me out. And I think my mother was right. 
when she said that if you want something bad enough and for all the right reasons, the powers of the world will conspire to help you. Thanks. For more stories, head to sparklondon.com. Spark London is produced by Joanna Yates. With audio production by Matt Hill. At rethinkdaily.co.uk. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 